Dave and it's podcast. They talk and stuff. Randy says stuff and Dave says stuff. It's a podcast. Just listen, okay? Welcome to the Randy and Dave podcast for Saturday, May 16th, 2020. I'm Randy. I'm Dave. How you doing, Dave? Oh, I'm great, Randy. I saw a funny post the other day. It said, it said "It's in case you were wondering what day it was, it's March 97th. <laughs> well, all right. So while we're talking, I need to tell all the people that I invited on an entirely different Facebook event, don't be there. So hopefully I can do that. Um, as a matter of fact, if I could give them an actual link, um, I can do I that. Give them a link. What? I think you could give them an actual link. Go ahead. I can do that. I can. Do that. Are there? Is there another event that's actually going on right now with people sitting there waiting for us? I think that's the saddest thing I ever heard. I don't know. Um, Project Live happening now. Discuss, oh, go into the discussion and say, okay, yeah, if, I'm doing anyone, it. if anyone is here, is here, this is the wrong link. Oh, man. Technology, huh? What do you, what do you, I mean, what are you going to do, right? I don't know. Are we going to have a topic, or are we just going to complain about Facebook? I apologize to everybody for my weird uh, webcam. My webcam is is in disrepair, uh, so I was lucky enough to just manage to uh, um, cobble, hobble together. Cobble or hobble? Do we hobble together? <laughs> cobble. Hobble. Well, we, we, uh, my, my, my webcam is hobbled, so I'm cobbling together uh, using my iPad as a webcam. Um which is why I'm when I look at Dave, I'm my eyes should be down here, but instead they're up here. But I'm gonna have a popsicle because I, you know, already I'm kind of in a I'm kind of in a pissy mood, Dave. Well, can you tell me is anybody in this event? Is anyone watching us? Yeah, there are ten. I, we got ten people. Okay, that's, that's okay. You want to name it? Do I want to name what? Um. Name the people who are here. No, yeah, they've I'm asked just me desperately not to. trying to send a message. They've asked me not to do that. They don't want to be associated. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, it looks like everybody's perfect, right? Everybody's perfect. It's everything's wonderful. So my daughter, my teenage daughter, who's home from the uh for the yeah. uh, for the COVID. Yeah, keep talking the COVID. and I'll find all the people who are lost. Okay, for the COVID, uh for the COVID break. That's good because this is a little bit of a story. Uh, just tonight at dinner, she said, can you give me some advice? I need a way to feel a little more adult, more like an adult. She said, you know, when I was, when I was in New York, I was living on my own and, and, um, that sound you hear is me opening my popsicle. Mm, pineapple refreshing. Um, and she said, uh, when I was living on my own in New York, I was I was living on my own, so I felt like an adult. And now that I'm home, uh, living with you guys, I feel less like an adult. What 
what can I do to feel more like an adult? And I was like, well, you can, you know, do the laundry or you can uh, take on some more, you know, household responsibilities because I never feel quite as much like an adult as when I'm doing chores around the house because there's no one else there to do them for me. And she said, oh, okay, I can do that. And I said, good. Uh, and then as I walked out to the shed, I said, could you please um, open all the windows because it's cooled off. We can turn off the air conditioning. It's cooled off. Open all the windows. She said, great. So I came out into the shed. I'm sitting here in the shed. And then all of a sudden, I hear the very loud from my shed air conditioner go on. I'm like, why is the air conditioner going on when the house should be cooling off? And I go inside, and she's in her room with the door closed, and all the windows are closed. And that's my story of adulthood. That's a great story. Thanks. So um, hopefully other people, um, apparently there's some way when we're streaming our video to you that we have to create a separate event. Now, I created an original event and Randy created a separate event. Didn't think that was a real issue. So we had some people show up at the original event that I posted and maybe they'll join us. Maybe they won't. Doesn't really matter. Why should we be? We thought we'd just create it here and eat in front of everybody. What are you eating, Dave? Pretzels and beer. Pretzels and beer? Pretzels and beer, baby. Okay. I have a I have a um pineapple popsicle. Um, what flavor popsicle is that, Randy? Pineapple, I just said that. Oh. Sorry, I just wanted to be clear that we were honoring the people who have struggled to come to our live event and struggled through all of the various roadblocks that we've thrown up just to see that they really mean it. Uh, are we actually captioned? People are talking in the uh, are saying how we're we have captions now. Well, you probably did that. I did that. I think I'm going to have to take over all the technical aspects of this whole thing. It's. Uh, I think that's a very good idea. A little much for Randy. <laughs> it's not really. He's doing really well, everybody. I just want to sing his praises. Oh, no. That, that caption, that's not actual captioning. Oh, it is. It is actual captioning. Wow. Yeah, we saw that once when we were oh, playing no. around with this. We could probably get rid of it. Um that's so, um, okay. anyway, um, hello to everybody. Thank you for joining in. Thank you for waiting for those of you who did wait. Happy Saturday evening. Day, what is it, 1,300 of the quarantine? Something like that. So, um, lots going on. Uh, I think I would like us to be... Um, Differently topical. I mean, we all know what the topics are as far as top line headlines. Um, I would like it, Randy. I mean, I think we've got a couple things we could talk about, including um, sports. Um, all of this, of course, is in the context of the pandemic, but maybe slightly, slightly off. So we're not going to necessarily have to rant about orange POTUS head. 
<laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it's still very confusing to me, as I said last time, uh, Bukhar, because I feel like half the stories I see on the news are how things are getting worse. And the other half are on how people are starting to we're starting to open things up, and <laughs> I, and and I'm and I think both are true, uh, and it's starting to drive me a little bit crazy. So here, the LA according to the LA Times, new confirmed cases today are one thousand fifty. New confirmed cases in LA County today. So just so you know, Randy, we speak to people who are not in LA County. Okay, but I'm but I'm talking about LA. LA County is a good example of this this information that I'm getting because LA County just came out and said we're going to be doing this for another three months. Well, and yet, and yet, there's people opening up and doing things, and I don't know. I mean, so. There's definitely confusion. We're not. They didn't say another three months, although you could take it that way. Another two and a half months, maybe. They said through July, so it's close. Um, but again, what they said was essentially we've taken a step into a, what they call like a phase two that overall California has moved forward on opening things up. Forward. Yes, but they said okay. we're not going to move any more. Nationwide, well, yes. As of May fifteenth, that's yesterday. Day, this is a daily change. So, new confirmed cases yesterday twenty five thousand three hundred and sixty eight. That's new confirmed cases yesterday, in one day. Now. Yesterday, death. I don't care about. I don't don't care about the daily confirmed cases. It's just it's a moot or meaningless point. Why? Why is that meaningless? Of course, it's not meaningless. Because it's just, it's just going up or is this going down? Well, you look at the new and fatal cases. Okay, look at the new and fatal cases trend line. It's actually lower, right? No, so not back. necessarily. Yes, it is lower. No. It's it's uh, as of here on May. Share the screen. Pick a day. I'll share the screen. Hang on, folks. I'm going to try to put this into context. See, we are testing more and more, and that's a good thing. The numbers for official case will go up as we test more and more. They will also help us understand what is the true rate of infection. Okay. So what are you telling me? All right. So this is new cases, right? U.S., United States. All right, not New York. I'm going to do show all. United States, right? New cases, United States, May 15th, 25,368. Look at that okay, line. Go that back. one's not going down. I mean, it's... Go back it's, two weeks. What's that? Go back two weeks. It's, this goes all the way back to March 20. Uh, Just March go 17. back two weeks and show me the peak measure. Two weeks. No. There's, there's it was on the screen. What? Mouse over the, the two weeks before. Two right weeks there. before. That's May one week, week, I think. Yeah, well, it goes down only because... Go back two weeks. Reported the peak. On weekend. Peak. 
Peak. Okay. 33,000. Peak. 34, 35,000. Okay. 36,000. Week over week, we're going down. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's a huge decrease. We still have 25. I, what the hell does this make? We have 25,000 new cases yesterday. 25,000 cases. If if all of a sudden, I mean, it, are you listening? Do you listen to anything I say? First of all, we're testing more everywhere. We have, if you look at the number of actual tests, there's a there's a place that shows you the number of tests being given. That's increased. And still, the number of confirmed cases week over week is down. Those peaks and valleys are based on weekends where tests aren't given. Okay? That's why we have regular drops every week. Okay? Yeah. So that's not a number to freak out about. Unless okay. we want to just say it's still high and it still could spread, which is totally true. Yes. That's my point. This is crazy because they don't report on weekends. It goes up and down like this. But um, um, yeah, here May May uh, May fifteenth on a single day, fifteen hundred people died of this thing. Am I so watching I, myself, Georgian? Is that what you asked? What what? Because sometimes. Um. Oh, Ari, hello, Ari, welcome. Now remove New York and see what the trend line looks for the rest of the country. Yeah, that would be an interesting thing. Can you remove New York? Remove New York? What the hell do you want from me? <laughs> what, what are you, a magician? What do I look like? What do I look like? Mr. Google guy? Here's California. I think, Georgiana, yes. My, I usually like to put my picture right behind the camera, so I'm looking right at you. But it's over here. California seems to be actually going up. California, in California, LA County is the main driver of cases and the main driver of deaths. It's also the biggest county in California, so it's logical. We also have the most drivers. Oh, by the way, my dad is here. Hi, Dad. Hi, Mom. David, so thrilled. What's going now, on? Now I'm going to have to pull back on the language. Um, great. All, all, on, all in the family. Um, Okay. So we talked. We said we weren't going to talk about this. I said we weren't. We weren't going to talk. We're not. Well, no. Of course. How can we waste time hashing out? We know that the coronavirus is a deal, and it's an ongoing deal. And yes, people disagree about well how we should reopen. What do you want to say? What I'm saying is, I don't see how it's possible to reopen when clearly. What, what tests are that that cases are continuing to happen in very large numbers? That's what I. That's what I'm saying. Uh, well, okay, I think that's true, and there are different um, levels of of prerequisites for certain levels of opening. Some of them are the number of cases per ten thousand in population. I think that's what's been set out by the governor in California, and it's low. It's like less than one per 10,000 in your county for moving further into reopening. Um, and that also includes zero deaths. So LA County will never meet those standards. Right. I mean, we'll never meet those standards until we've eradicated the disease. Um, so that's a big deal, I think. That's why LA County is being a little more cautious about reopening. And they well, said as well, they should be. I mean, yeah. But I think it's also true that overall, 
numbers are coming down. Now, that, that doesn't mean we should be crazy, but it is clearly going to drive a lot of energy toward reopening. People are just going to say, we're good. I just feel like if if we don't, what's going to happen is we're going to re. It's going to go way down, not gone, but way down. People are going to um, reopen, and then it's going to go way back up, and then this whole thing is going to be is going to take that much longer because people couldn't just sit still for a few months. It's just going to it's just going to perpetuate. I mean, already the Cal States and the UCs have canceled. Uh, uh, live classes in the fall. Okay. And I, I mean, which I think is good because what they're what because I can see, imagine if you're the person making that decision and it's like, well, if we don't, if we go ahead and have live classes in the fall and people start getting infected again, we're going to have to shut, shut it down again um, and go through all this all over again. Yeah. So some places are going to be careful. I think that this is the real test because you know, the places that have denser cities are being more cautious and more careful. And the places that are more rural or, or small town are going full bore opening, you know, and you've seen pictures of these people jamming in to restaurants that are saying, come on, we don't care what the law is. And we've got Memorial Day around the corner. So that's going to bring tons of people out to the beaches and outside. And, you know, I feel like Memorial Day is going to be, if you go way back, like, I don't know what it was, 19, no, it was 1976, I think, was the bicentennial in New York City. Yeah. And they feel like that's when the HIV virus took hold in the United States. Now, I may be wrong on that date, but it was a it was a Fourth of July, um, because obviously cases really weren't prominent until the early '80s. But I feel like Memorial Day is going to be one of these potential turning points where suddenly we see spikes um, because of you know people's innate drive to get out into the warmer weather. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, I, I, I understand that. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm. I don't want to make it sound like. I'm not sympathetic. I understand that for people whose livelihoods are, are are in trouble because they can't, you know, they because they can't get out of the house. I understand that's it's it's terrible. But I'm saying, why can't we just go look? If you can stay home, do stay home. If you have to go out to make a living, go. But that doesn't mean you. That doesn't mean uh, uh, you know, go out to restaurants and. And parties and hanging out at the beach. That's, that's not what, necessary. That's what Boris Johnson said. You know, Boris Johnson, Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, former and probably current coronavirus um, infectee. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying he made this big, you know, state of the United State of the Kingdom uh, speech. Well, it was really just about coronavirus. And he said, everybody, just go back to work. Unless you don't have to go back to work. Please don't go back to work. And he's right. It's like, you know, you don't have to. And do, you what, have to. do what you and absolutely you have to do. But don't, if you don't absolutely have to do it, don't do it. Larry, tell me more about this. So dentists can schedule routine cleanings? 
Is that true? Because I need one desperately. <laughs> Let me just so you guys know, I'm going to breathe into the microphone so you understand. <sighs> Am I right? Oh, yes. My. Woo! Woo! <laughs> No, I, I, so it's, it's, um, um, yeah, I mean, dentists now are just going door to door saying, hey, you need a cleaning. <laughs> well, maybe door to door is going to be the new way of getting out there. I, I, I think it's going to be whatever businesses are fortunate enough to be able to do curbside service, um, then those, those are going to start to open up. Um, and again, people, depends where you are regionally, but people are going to have a comfort level that may or may not match the law, the current law. Um, I'm just, you know, it just seems, I mean, but I got to say though, I think most people are really staying home and abiding by the, the stay at home order. And you can tell that because if you've driven anywhere recently, uh, you can see that there's absolutely no traffic out there. I mean, I haven't even considered traffic in any place that I've I've gone in the last week, simply because I mean, I went to I had to go to um, Hollywood the other day, right? And in and the middle of the day, and I didn't hit any traffic at all. I I, I had to drop something off at a place at like four thirty in the afternoon, and didn't even think about it. Just got on the freeway because there was zero traffic. Yes. We should always have pandemics. Which means, yeah, which means it's all worth it because if that's what totally, it's, yeah, totally worth it. I think this. Okay, so thanks everybody. I think this camera's filming me at maybe perhaps the most unattractive angle I could possibly. Well, see. the lighting is a little better than it has been, so at least there's that. Okay, well, Larry, I am going to go and call my dentist and just talk things over with them. I, it's a, I'm a little nervous about something like that too, but he's going to have a mask and a shield or she my my hygienist dental hygienist anyone your masseuse your yes. your right all of those people concubine whatever oh, thank you robert <laughs> um um, so, okay, so topics. You got a topic somewhere? Yeah. Well, I mean, in the in the spirit of of, of moving just slightly away from the, the the urgent moment of the COVID, but into this other aspect, which is this top uh, talk of vaccine, which is kind of interesting because it does bring up sort of um, concept of public, private, public good. Um, so there's this article from Rand that um, Mark Hansen sent me, yeah? Did you notice that if you go to that website, it's rnd.org? I, I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. I hope we don't get sued by Rand. Yeah, God. Um, oh, really? That's awesome news, Ari. Well, that's good. I mean, that, see, there's something, right? That's that's a real situation where a person is hasn't been able to work, and Ari's wife is going to be able to do that. So, and that's in Seattle. So clearly, Seattle has, you know, they've had enough time to kind of make sure they're doing this carefully. Um, the Rand article. The Rand article. Yeah. Man Emmanuel Macron said, even if researchers in a single country might develop a vaccine, I'm reading from the Rand article, 
it needs to be accessible to all of those around the world. Uh, a senior advisor to Doctors Without Borders said, uh, oh gosh, I may have cut that off. But here's some, the cost of developing a vaccine to fight epidemic infectious diseases can run into hundreds of millions of dollars. The private sector will not have the incentive to invest such large sums without a patent monopoly to recoup their fixed R and D costs. <laughs> anyway, proposed solutions include either R and D subsidies on the outright purchase of vaccine rights by governments, philanthropists, or multilateral organizations. This preserves the incentives for innovation while giving the purchasers the freedom to set the price of the vaccine. Anyway, so what's interesting about this is it's talking about, you know, you've got Donald Trump talking about all of the places that are currently doing research to protect, because they think that China is trying to hack some, some of the vaccine and treatment studies and it just shows that concept to, to Donald Trump. The only idea is, you know, the corporate bottom line. And it seems crazy. Like we're talking about a vaccine for a pandemic. This should be open source. Are you saying that people cannot, companies cannot make a living selling 300 million vaccines? Right. I, I mean, so if you if you make $5 on each one, that's a lot of money. So is it really necessary that, I mean, that every single one be, and it doesn't make any sense anyway. I have this medicine that I take once a month. It's $6,000 a shot, $6,000 for one shot every month. I pay, five, I pay a $5 copay. So somewhere in there, everybody's getting paid and everybody's happy and no, it's not costing anybody a huge amount of money. So we agree. We agree that they should just freaking produce this and whatever yeah, cost. And I, and I don't. I think that's a lot of BS. That R and D dot uh, 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 org. They don't know anything. No, they don't. Uh, I, I, think, I think if if you went to any capitalist in this country and said, "I've got a product. I, I've got something that you could make that we could sell three hundred million copies of. Are you interested?" I think. I think they'd be there. But that's that. That's the the real issue is whether they have the right to patent it at all, right? As opposed to just provide the information and have it produced regionally, there mostly. There are lots of companies that make lots of drugs that are not patentable. Doesn't mean they don't make any money on them. I mean, we, th there's th you can buy um, um, just plain old um, antibiotics, you know. But we're even talking about the the capacity for poor countries to afford to provide this at all, even at a low price, as opposed to it just being free because people will die without well, it. Poor countries, that's a different story. Poor countries will just pay for it. You know. I mean, it's not like it's a, if they don't pay for it, the disease is going to stay in their country when everybody gets sick, <laughs> as we as we have seen. Of course it'll be of course it'll be available. If you think that they're going to come up with a, a vaccine to coronavirus that everybody's not going to get an opportunity to get, you're out of your mind. That's never going to well, Yes, we have a cure, but it's $10,000 a copy and we're not going to sell it to you unless you give us the Look money. at the history of of AIDS retroviral um, treatments. AIDS and is a very different situation. The, yes. Those, that's a very different situation. <laughs> 
Yes, that's a very different situation because, first of all, it took years to get the cocktails right, to figure out exactly uh, uh, what it is. And also, it's not something that they're going to sell 300 million copies of. So it's not that they aren't taking advantage and, and profiteering off of that. But that's a whole other conversation. That's that's the whole drug industry as a whole. And I do yeah. mean as a whole. As a, and as a whole. Um, so another thing, um, first of all, we, we, did we mention that this is going backwards? So I don't want to go backwards. We'll touch on it later. But, um, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, baseball? When, are we talking about baseball? We're talking baseball, baseball, baseball. Yeah. We have NASCAR tomorrow. It's not baseball. We, we had Bundesliga, German soccer today. You've got what? Bundesliga. <coughs> I have a little Bundesliga. Uh-huh. I'm going to have another popsicle. And what else was going on sports-wise? Lots of, well, we had well, UFC. No, so are we going to talk about, so are they, are they going to maybe have baseball with nobody there or what? So what they're talking about with baseball and baseball is the they're the most screwed because they were just about to begin the season. Baseball owners on Monday approved a proposal that could lead to the coronavirus delayed season starting around the 4th of July mm -hmm. with a regular season schedule of 82 games per team, including 13 against each division rival. Owners also gave the go-ahead to propose basing player salary on a 50-50 revenue split. That's the owner's proposal, which the union says is a salary cap and a framework players will never agree to. So salary cap. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Because they're not guaranteeing them a salary. Go ahead. The players are saying they don't want to do this deal because they can't make enough money. As opposed to not having a season at all, there are players who are like, I, I, I'm already missing out, so I would rather miss out entirely, sort of essentially have no none of my salary except for the salary that was paid up until middle of March, I think, um, as opposed to letting the owners have an unknown split, right? So that the instead of the uh, players being able to reach a guaranteed salary and then the owners take the profit, which is kind of how it works now. The owners are saying, whatever the revenue is, we split it. And players are not happy with that. They call it a salary cap. And, and baseball is like the, the league where they haven't bought into salary caps. So stupid. Like, God forbid, they should just get together but God forbid, you know what they should all do? They should all play, and all the proceeds should go to COVID charities. Should go to people who are out of work. They should make no money on it. That's that's my idea. They should, we're gonna play this whole season for, and every dime. This whole thing is a fundraiser. The whole season, and all that money is gonna go to people who are in need because they're out of work because of. 
the COVID crisis. That's what they should do. Gentlemen, you know where to reach me. <laughs> yeah. Randy, Randy and Dave at gmail.com. Um, the NASCAR should be okay if they, win, they keep the windows rolled up. Larry, thank you. <laughs> I think they should have NASCAR, but they should like have old ladies driving the cars. So little old lady Pasadena NASCAR? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who wouldn't tune well, into that? I would, but I would literally, I would tune in. i like crazy tonight, Dave. I will tune in to, yeah, the idea. It's genius, by the way, genius. Um, I hope we're recording this. Um, for posterity. And as for baseball, I think they're going to have, this is the kind of exposing this, this problem between players and owners. They do not trust each other. Players may seem a little greedy, um, but they're like, you don't get my money, owners. And we may not have a season because of this, because if they can't work it out. Fine. And then, Put a bunch of double A or triple A players on the field. Who cares? I would I tell you, I don't watch anything. And, and, the money, and all the money, it's not going to come from uh, attendance anyway. It's coming from whatever TV deals. Because there's not going to be any attendance. Yeah, but the owners claim that the, the lack of people in the park reduces revenue significantly, and therefore they can't offer players this guaranteed salary. Because right now they're talking about, you know, however many people not there. I'll tell you, though. I think if they did put baseball on TV, yeah. it would get it would get unbelievable uh, numbers because everybody's at home with nothing to do. Well, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It, it can be, be a live pinochle event, and I don't even know what pinochle is. I don't even. It I don't. involves things. People will watch that. I will watch Bundesliga. And I don't know what, how does, how do you score in German? I don't understand that, but I would watch it. I might even watch NASCAR tomorrow. We we will we are all NASCAR tomorrow. We are all NASCAR. we are NASCAR. Yeah, we are all NASCAR. Okay, so here's another thing that's important to me. Okay, this came up today talking with a friend of mine who will not be named, maybe listening right now, and it's about lesser evils. Who's the friend? I said will not be named unless the friend outs. Yes, now you've got everybody curious. curious. Sure. That's going to be, it'll distract you from what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the lesser evils within politics in particular. And, you know, we put it into context in 2016, a lot of people on the left did not want to vote for the lesser of two evils because they were really tired of having to make that. Choice. I've got somebody living in my house who won't vote for Biden because she thinks he's a corporate sellout. He may be. Um, so to that point, I and I totally get it because it is frustrating, you know, even to me that we're where we are. I don't think that we have an inspiring candidate to go up against Trump, but we have a candidate to go up against Trump. Um so here's here's something that came out of um, a conversation between Robert, Robert Shear, he's a lefty, and Noam Chomsky, he's a lefty, and we're not talking baseball. 
we're not talking boxing. Um, we've been living all these years, Shear argues, with the illusion that there's this lesser evil that somehow will make it better. I'm frightened out of my mind that it's four more years of Trump, yes. However, do we really think that the Democrats are going to propose a serious alternative? There's another word for lesser evilism, Chomsky replies. It's called rationality. Lesser evilism is not an illusion, it's a rational problem. But you don't stop with lesser evilism. You begin with it to prevent the worst, and then you go on to deal with the fundamental roots of what's wrong, even with the lesser evils. Just a little more and I'll be done. No, so right. even, I'm liking this so far. Okay, yeah. So even if there's core, deep problems with the institutions, and there are, that was me, there still are choices between alternatives which matter a lot. This is Chomsky still. Small differences in a system with enormous power translate into huge effects. Meanwhile, you don't stop with the lesser evilism. You continue to try to organize and develop the mass popular movements which will block the worst and change the institutions. All of these things can be go on at once. But the question of what button do you push on a particular day, that is a decision and that matters. It's not the whole story by any means, it's a small part of the story, but it matters. I leave that to you. Preaching to the choir here, buddy boy. Uh, you know, I mean, in order for anything to get better, uh, you've got to, you've, you've got to stop, uh, when you're, how's that expression go? It's like when you're, when you're digging yourself a hole, the first thing you got to do to get out of the hole is to stop digging. And that's what we need to do with Trump. We, we need to get Trump out. That's how we stop digging. Then we can look and go, okay, here, here's where we're at. Here's where we're at. Also, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is like holding on to life by her fingertips. Um, we can't, I mean, we can't have Trump name the next Supreme Court justice. That would be insane. Um, so that's just, and that's just one huge issue. I could name 50 others. Um, so the, the, Perfection is the enemy of progress, and we need some progress right now. So is he the perfect candidate? No. Is he better than Trump? I, that's that's like... Inarguable. Inarguable, yes. Absolutely. I so think it's inarguable. It's, it's really just like, come on, just, just cut all the bullshit and just get the guy in there, and he's only going to be there for four years, if that. And then... Um, and then it'll be Kamala Harris. No, God, if he picks Kamala Harris... No, it's it's what's her name? Um from Michigan. The governor of Michigan? The governor of Michigan. Not if she gets any more well, I mean, mixed press for very peculiar quarantine rules. Who is the governor of Michigan? Are you asking Siri or me? Governor of Michigan. Gretchen Whitmer. First of all, she's kind of hot. Okay, folks, let's read the comments. I want to see what goes on here. Yep. She's hot. Everyone agrees. Yeah, here. Here she is. I'll I'll, I'll share it. I'll share it. We'll share it. 
I remember political efficacy, Larry. If Randy doesn't, I do. There she is. There's Gretchen Whitmer. She's a hottie. <laughs> Good. The first potential female vice president. <laughs> the reason she gets over the over the hump, as it were, is because she's a hottie. Not because she's a hottie, because she's a very effective governor of Michigan, which is a state that Hillary lost by, what, 20,000 votes? And because she stands up for her convictions, especially in the face of major opposition to this, to some of the, the choices that she's made for COVID, and she's hot. And she's hot. Folks, and do you have hot. anybody disagreeing that she's hot? Is there anybody on board who disagrees with that assessment? I mean, there she is. Yeah, but we haven't incorporated the Michigan dialect, which can kind of be a little, you know, high in no. <laughs> Detroit. I'm very glad to be running with Joe Biden. But Carol Channing's not running for vice president. I just think it's a very exciting time. Well, but to also, but also, let's, let's not forget. Let's not forget again. Michigan. Michigan is a major state that, if Biden won, that would go a very, very long way. So it has. Yes. So I have to say, California. I think it's pretty clear that Trump's not going to win California anyway. So what right. does Harris buy him that he doesn't already have? I agree. I agree. Brass tax. She's she's African American. She's um but that Did you say she's African American? Yeah. Has anyone ever said that before? African? Yeah. Is that a thing? Is that a term? Yes. African American. Yeah. If it's not, I think we should trademark it immediately. TM. I'd never heard no. before. That's all you have to do is make it it's an oral oh. agreement with everybody. Okay, great. African-American, but she's, unfortunately, African-Americans are not likely to be voting for the Republican already. Right. So, they, we've, so what does she get us? What does she buy us that we don't already have? She gets us a cop. No, she'd make a great attorney general. She she did in California. Well, yeah, she so made an attorney general. I don't know if she made a great attorney general. So what she should do, So so Biden should get Whitmer. And then when he gets elected, uh, Kamala Harris would make Kamala? a good um, Kamala Harris would make a good attorney general, and uh, Amy Klobuchar actually might make a decent Secretary of State. Maybe I don't know. Where's Elizabeth uh, Warren in this story? And uh, Elizabeth Warren could uh, you know clean up after parties. Ooh. How about my progressives? <laughs> I, I know Shawnee and uh, you know I just I don't Robert. know that there's a, I don't know that there's a place for Elizabeth Warren. I'm sorry, not in my cabinet. I think she should be on the ticket. Barack Obama for uh, to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ooh, that's interesting. There's it's not without precedent. There have been presidents who have served on the Supreme Court before. He maybe should have been a Supreme Court justice instead. I mean, you know, it's really kind of. He can be professorial up there and, you know, get all the things done that he needs to do. But he was so ca cautious 
Um, what do we see? What are we reading? I want to these. I'm sorry, my camera is in the way of the comments. Bonnie Sue says, and I'm going to say this out loud. Fuck no, that. no. Too late. No. Um, whatever you're saying that to, I'm actually Warren away. should stay in the Senate because we need her seat. So should Klobuchar. So actually, though, we need good leadership in the Senate, and that's so they should actually stay there. Why take a cabinet position, which is far less, actually far less powerful than uh, being a leader in the Senate? That depends on when uh, Warren and Klobuchar's seats come up. If their seats are up in 2020, then it's a problem. If not, then they can appoint or can have appointed a someone to fill in, and that gives them incumbency, which was which might be useful. So, folks, we've been here for going on 44, 45 minutes. I don't know, around 44 minutes, 23 seconds. Just about 25. Um, I've loved our time together. I've loved everyone's being there. I love I love Carol and Georgianne and Bonnie Sue and Larry and Georgianne and Bonnie Sue and Larry. All right, I'll stop doing that. Sean, thank you for being here, Sean, our original fan. What about all the shy people who watch but don't uh, participate so in the discussion. What about them? What about them, Dave? What about? Well, I want to say hello to all of the folks who are watching and not commenting, which I just can't imagine who that amounts to. But thank you for being here and listening. This was much more political than I expected it. I think it's just almost inevitable with you and me, Mr. Greenwald. But um, I guess I want to know that we can move forward. And um, in what way? Just sports. I'm going to be watching NASCAR tomorrow. I hope everyone else is. Will you and really I'm, be watching NASCAR? I'm not playing tribes. I hate tribalism. And just because NASCAR is country and they're all going to have. I, I, I will watch NASCAR if they if they accept my old lady driving idea. But other than that, I'm not. No way. How about your old lady driving ID? Remember that one? I think I think my mom my mom driving a NASCAR is definitely something that people would want to tune into. And folks, is it driving a NASCAR? I just tell us if that phrase will actually fly. <laughs> driving a NASCAR as opposed to what? I don't know, but it seems navigating like a, a NASCAR. Or? Maybe, I don't know if you drive a NASCAR. You know, you don't. What do you do with it? It's like playing, playing an NBA. You play basketball. Yeah, but I don't know that you drive a NASCAR. You drive a race car. NASCAR is a is a company, really, isn't it? Doesn't NASCAR it is a league. It's like a league. Okay, yes. So do you drive a league? Do you drive a American league? A drive an MLB? Oh, oh, we buried we buried the lead on this whole baseball thing. If they do, they were talking about if they hey, do Jonah. this thing. Hi, Jonah. Yeah, go on. What? They were talking about if they do this thing. This yeah. the baseball, you know, without anybody in the stands. Right. Designated hitter for both leagues. That's what they're talking. Fuck. Yeah. What I mean, what is that? I mean, why not, you know, just that why not just burn the buildings down? Yeah, seriously. Why not why not wear uh 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 swastika armbands too? Why not wear swastika armbands? I've I need an argument against it. Anybody? I see I nothing. Know. 
designated hitter. The designated hitter. Well, part of the problem is with the it's cheating, folks. The designated hitter is a cheater. It's a designated cheater. It takes all of the strategy out of baseball. It's gone. It's like, oh, the poor pitcher. Oh, let him sit down. He can't hit with a bat. I no. think part of the problem is that they're literally planning to have cross-town, cross-league um, games a larger part of the, the 82 games, the 81 games, so that there would be six games between the Dodgers and the Angels, six games between the Yankees and the Mets. And so they had to probably figure out some – some way of dealing with the designated here, and they just want a big fine, whatever, 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 folks. Why not just use? Why not just use a, a elect a electric eye? Use a ring doorbell instead of a, a plate umpire. That's let's do that too. That's a great idea. I want to say everybody go and do some uh, do some wonderful Saturday night stuff um, for. Society is dying, Dave. What? I'm very upset baseball games on Zoom. I love that idea. <laughs> Why isn't Larry on this show? Actually, I mean, actually Houston Astros would be great at that because then they could they could spy on you know everybody with their cameras. <laughs> exactly. Well, the, yeah, the Houston Astros will provide the Zoom link. Well, exactly. <laughs> which may go smoother than ours did tonight. Okay. So, hey. Okay. It's forty-eight, forty-nine minutes. This is crazy. God, it's insane. Go. It's too much. We gotta go. Good night. Say good night, Gracie. Places to go. We can't hang am, out. I have, I have to go and uh, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. Me too. You exhaust me. You but exhaust you guys. Exhausted. You out there. Oh. Okay. Here's to you, everybody. See you next week, Dave. I'm just holding oh, up a bottle for no reason. Greenwall. This is Greenwall. a state. See y'all. Thank you.